In today's podcast, I want to go over a little thing that I've learned about marriage. Now, my wife and I got married last year in October, and we've gone on trips. We've hung out a lot. She's one of my closest friends. She's my best friend. And yet, there are still some things that I find are really difficult about marriage. And honestly, all of them have to do with me. It's it's personality differences that I've come across where I have said something or not said something. And I'm like, you know, if the roles were reversed, and they usually are, I would probably not enjoy this very much. So I probably need to change. And since marriage is all about intentionality, I feel like... I should go through the five hardest things about marriage that personally affect me. Number one, it's really hard to remember to vocalize your feelings. Really hard to remember. I have probably told my wife that she is beautiful and amazing and kind and funny and smart millions of times over the course of our relationship. However, I forget to tell them to her when... It's just a regular day when she's not necessarily being funny, when she's not necessarily being smart, because we all have those moments where we're not necessarily being smart. And so I, I sometimes forget that, hey, she needs to hear these things even if in this very moment she's not being this way. Even if we're having a common conversation about pickles, I need to remind her that she's gorgeous because I know when it comes to me and she's talking to me, I love hearing those things. I love hearing that I'm funny, even when we're not in a funny or or comedic situation. I like hearing that out of the blue. Hey, you look really nice today. So I find that in my mind, I'm moving so fast, breakneck speed all the time, 24-7, except for when I'm sleeping. I forget sometimes. Sometimes we have days where I'll just be working all day. It happened earlier this week where she got home and I was working on some cool idea I had and I worked from when I woke up until two the next morning. I took a few breaks here and there, but after she got home at 5.30, I didn't take any breaks till 2 a.m. And afterwards, I felt terrible about it because I didn't vocalize my feelings. Like, I see you. I'm just really excited about this idea and I would love to flesh it out before I go to bed. I never said that and yet she is still with me and there was no argument to be had about that. But right after the day after I knew that I had made a mistake because I didn't vocalize my feelings about her being my wife and that I love her so much. I just kind of assumed it and therefore just went about my hardworking afternoon, evening slash early morning without even acknowledging that she was there. And I'm sure that she was comfortable in that state and she was watching videos and working a little herself and looking at a trip that we might be taking for a birthday. So she was entertained, but I still forgot to always go in there and say, hey, by the way, I really appreciate you giving me a little space tonight so I can work on this idea. As a side note, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, what does this guy know about being married? I agree. I totally agree. What do I know about being married? All I know is my personal experience and I haven't even been married that long. I just know that 
sometimes when you live life, you choose to observe things or you choose not to observe things. And so I've been trying to be super intentional about remembering what marriage is about and why I married my wife and why she married me. And I feel like these five things could help someone. Maybe they help no one. Maybe someone calls this BS and says, I don't know what I'm talking about. But there could be someone out here who's thinking about getting married, who's thinking about putting a ring on someone's finger. And that's just the way that it is. You just have to vocalize your opinion sometimes, <laughs> which actually goes with number one there. Now let's dive into the second hardest thing about marriage. Keep in mind, this is a personal list, very personal. Although the example I'm going to use isn't necessarily personal for me and my wife. However, it's going to be useful for you. The second hardest thing about marriage is when your giving love language doesn't match your spouse's receiving love language. When that happens, it can be super difficult to be intentional. I mean, really freaking difficult. Because let's say that your love language is small acts of kindness. And your spouse's receiving love language is quality time. Well, what comes natural to you might be the best gifts in the entire world or the best acts of kindness in the entire world. But if you don't spend time with your wife, everything is pretty much going to look on the sunny or, or rainy side of the day. It's not going to look sunny at all. And so when that happens, you have to be intentional because if they don't line up, you are going to have to make even more effort to be able to speak to your spouse in the love language that they prefer and that feels comforting and safe for them. Because at the end of the day, when you're married, I feel like you're supposed to feel safe. I feel like you're supposed to feel secure in that person's love and support and encouragement. And so when they are different, you have to really say, okay, I know that this is not what comes naturally to me, so I'm going to create a calendar invite on my schedule. I'm going to write down post-it notes every time I get a new idea. I'm going to intentionally take time out of my day, whether I am looking at working a few extra hours or I'm looking to hang out with my friends. I'm going to take a little extra time in the morning to tell my wife special things, sweet nothings. I'm going to take some extra time in the afternoon to stop by her work and maybe pick up dinner or drop off some, some, some flowers, which is a random act of kindness, yes, but you're also spending quality time with them because you're taking them out to lunch, whereas most people, they just eat lunch with their coworkers. And so having that in the back of your mind will help you to be kind of more engaging in your marriage. And that's why I really believe that marriage is a choice. I believe that it's freakishly hard work because, like I said, my love language and my wife's love language don't necessarily match up. And so I have to double my efforts in order to make sure that she feels safe and secure in her life, professionally, financially, and especially in our relationship. So that's kind of number two. I feel like some people will know what I'm talking about right when they hear this. I feel like others will have to look a little deeper and realize, holy crap, my love language isn't what my wife's giving love language is. And that might be why 
we're disconnected right now. Or that might be why sometimes we're like ships passing in the night because we don't really connect in a natural way. And I have to be more intentional about either vocalizing that or showing her how to adapt. There you go. Number three, remembering to keep your mouth shut on unimportant issues, AKA not everything is a debate. This is where I really have trouble because I am a inquisitive person. I like questioning things just to know the answer. This is cool except for when you have a bad tone or when you do it every time your spouse makes any type of move or decision whatsoever. And that's where it really becomes an issue. This is the hardest thing about marriage for me because it's a personality difference. Uh, my wife is extremely smart. She's extremely capable, but yet I'm also very, I like to ask questions. And I like to know the whys behind everything because I'm a very logical person and I'm analytical, but I'm not detail oriented. And so when she makes a left turn instead of a right turn, I just want to know why. However, when I'm asking a lot of why questions, it's the equivalent of a five-year-old asking why questions. It's just why, 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 why? And that gets on everybody's nerves whether you're married or you're not married. And so that has got to be one of the hardest things about marriage is remembering to keep my mouth shut when it's not really an important issue. My number four hardest thing about marriage is remembering to take time away from each other. When you're married, you obviously love your spouse, especially when you're in the first year of marriage. But it can be really difficult to take time away from each other. You just don't remember. You have so much fun with your significant other that you forget, wait, if we're both introverts, eventually some of us, or at some point, we're gonna need time apart or we're gonna burn out over each other. And that is a thing that happens in a lot of marriages that don't remember that they need lives separate from each other. And she has friends, I have my friends in networking events and, and you know different projects and endeavors that we both work on. However, when we're at home, it is nice to know that we can speak up and say, hey, I just really need some alone time or hey, I just really wanna watch TV or she just bought a new video game. Hey, I really just wanna play video games. And you have to understand that and respect that space. But even before you get to that point, you have to remember that to be in a long-standing relationship, you have to take time and be intentional about working on yourself as well as being with your spouse. And that is the hardest thing about marriage for me is finding that balance between she's my best friend, but I also need to have alone time and recognizing and being self-aware enough to know when that point is about to be reached so that we can just reel it on back. We can just reel it on back. <laughs> the number five hardest thing about marriage for me personally has got to be making that intentional choice to put that person over everything every day. In my mind, I know that I choose my wife. She knows 
or at least I hope she knows, that I would choose her over everything. But sometimes my actions don't reflect that. Sometimes I have a really interesting project that I want to work on and she comes home and I completely ignore, ignore her. I completely forget that this is the person that I said in my vows that I would put above everything. Sometimes I'm just like in the zone and it's so hard to get out of that when you're an entrepreneur or when you have entrepreneurial tendencies. But you have to make sure that that person knows that they are the overruling factor. They are the veto factor. They are the executive order in your life. And that can be really tough, especially in the first year, to figure out how to vocalize and prove that you do believe that. There's a clip in a movie called The Prestige where, I'm not going to give it away, but the wife at some point says, I can tell you mean it today or you don't mean it today. And she's talking in response to her husband saying, I love you. And she says, oh, I can tell you don't mean it today, but that's okay. One day, uh, a week or so ago, my wife and I were talking and I said something like, hey, you know I care about you more than I care about business. And she, then that scenario happened. She's like, I can tell when you mean it and when you don't mean it. Because sometimes it's like I'm a ghost and sometimes you are so engaged and you will drop everything for me. And that can be a tough thing to handle. The bright side is that it makes it even more sweet when you do drop everything. The downside is that it happens often where sometimes I am totally non-existent to you, especially when you're in your working zone. And that broke my heart, but it let me know that I have to make an intentional choice to put her over everything every day. It's not a one day a week thing. I can choose myself or I can choose a business ordeal or I can choose a new idea. It has to be every single day I have to put her over everything. And in my eyes, it's got to be intentional. It can't be something that just happens naturally because I don't naturally work that way. And that is something that I have learned the hard way after hearing that from my wife. It kind of broke my heart. I was like, we're, we're a year in and this is already coming up where I have to really be self-aware and make sure that what I think in my head and what I believe in my heart is the same thing that you see out externally. What I believe internally matches the external. And so those are the five hardest things about marriage. Again, I'm a year in. What the heck do I know? But I really wanted to reflect on this thing because it was put as I was thinking about what to do this daily podcast on because it's it's hard to think of new things to say every day and sometimes these things will get repetitive but in thinking about it I was really it really hit me okay this is something I can talk about because I'm experiencing it right now and I think that can be important to some people other people they don't have to pay attention I don't really care I really want to provide value for the people where this is going to hit home and they are going to have this resonate with them. Thank you all for joining.